This is Valley Views, our weekly conversation with influential and interesting folks from around the Wet Mountain Valley. Our guest today on Valley Views is Marty Newcomb, president of Wet Mountain Rotary Club. Marty, welcome to the program. Thanks for coming by. Oh, thanks for having me. Now, for those unfamiliar with you around town, uh, how long have you been here in the Valley? Well, uh, my family bought a cabin in the early 60s up by uh, Horn Creek Ranch. So we've been here for some time, and uh, I spent the rest of my life trying to get back here. And then in 2008, we decided to move back to Colorado from Texas. When you were working, what was your job? I was a small animal veterinarian. If you could carry it in, I would look at it. (laughs) That's a good way to measure it. But now you are head of the Rotary, and that's our topic today. Now, everyone's heard of Rotary. It's a worldwide organization of uh, business and professional leaders that provides humanitarian service. According to my research, there are over a million Rotarians belonging to over 30,000 clubs in more than 200 countries. That is a huge organization. What is Rotary all about? Kind of in a nutshell for those that are unfamiliar. The things I like about Rotary is, one, it's non-denominational. We have Hindus. We have all religions. Uh, The other is it's non-political. We have Republicans, Democrats, Independents, and when they come to Rotary, they're there to do good and make the world a better place, not to profess what they believe. Now, the local chapter started in 1968, as I recall. Do the local chapters have a distinct stamp Are you different from, say, a chapter in Denver? Yes. I think Denver would be, A, they got a lot more money and a lot more members, but they're more more business-oriented. We are more retired-oriented. We want to be more business, but right now the majority are retired people who want to give back, who feel that they've been blessed, and uh, it's time to share. How many members do you count locally these days? We're probably at about 32 And that number is about what it's been over the last few years, as I recall. I'm sure members come and go. And that's right. And they do. And we are actively seeking Rotary members because I don't know of a finer club or more of an opportunity for you to do good in our community and in the world. So please consider Rotary Club as your avenue to help. Following up on that, the best way for folks to check you out is to come to one of your meetings. They're still on Monday at Rancher's Roost, and you're doing them live these days. Is that right? That's correct. A lot of you people in this town know Courtney. Courtney is our membership chair, and he if you contacted him, he would be more than happy to get you involved in Rotary Club. Tell us a bit about what the local chapter has done over the recent past or what you have uh, planned for the near-term future. Okay, let's just say, let's start from this new year, which is July 1st. Uh, First, we started with the Bluegrass Festival. We parked cars and uh, provided tents and tables. Then we moved on to the Scholarship Rodeo Breakfast, where Scholarship Committee uh, Foundation is a 5013C, and everything we take from that goes directly, it's deductible to you, and it goes directly to the scholarship. Over the last several years that we've done this, we've provided more than $500,000 in scholarship funds. Last year, we gave five scholarships, the previous year 10, and they generally run from two to $4,000. 
I might mention the Hoover Scholarship, which is a four-year scholarship that's given for engineers as long as they maintain a 3.0 average, and we've had several go through that. Our mission statement is provides an opportunity for service above self, locally and internationally, with a specific focus on youth and people in need. We do this in order to make our community and the world a better place to live. And what are some other things that you're doing locally here? Well, uh, continuing with just this year alone, uh, we did the jazz camp dinner where for 22 years we have providing food for, it started out with the jazz festival and that collapsed, but the jazz camp loved it and they've been coming for the last 22 years. We've fed 44 students and faculty this year and they come from all over the United States and these are kids that are really great musicians. And then moving on, we did the car show pancake breakfast, and that is to provide funds for all the things that we donate money to community and the world. And then uh, next month, we're going to do the third grade dictionaries where uh, we give dictionaries to the third grade students. There's 22 of them this year. And I thought maybe in this day and age, they would want to go to Internet or something else. But no, the teacher said that they love the dictionaries and they use them. We're also going to do Christmas bags this year where we uh, provide candy and good stuff to uh, the uh, elementary school kids. In the past, we've also done senior baskets for those who are over 70. Uh, We're also going to do the Bolathon and the Polio Walkathon. We've done those in the past, and we're going to try to do at least the Bolathon this year, and that's provide funds for the polio. We just finished our highway cleanup. We are obligated to clean. Uh, we adopted a highway, and, and we cleaned up. And then when looking at the school, in the past we've done, we started projects with the Chromebooks, the Promethean whiteboards, and we uh, do after prom. So, uh, and it continues, and this is just what the club does. We donated last year $2,100 uh, credit cards for, to the sharing center to provide food for those who were struggling during the pandemic. We gave $1,000 to provide lunches for the volunteers at the COVID vaccination clinics. And we also gave $1,000 to the Custer County and Economic Board. So Marty, not only are you active locally, but it's tradition to have some global projects. How do you, how do you choose such things? Well, in 1917, they started the foundation, the Rotary Foundation, with $25 and now we have over $300 million in that. And all that money is, is carefully looked at to, to provide for fresh water, economic development, and climate problems that are affecting the world. I played table tennis, competitive table tennis, in a league in Colorado Springs. And there's this one fellow that was older than me, and he kept beating me. And I, uh, I was getting angry because he was cheating. He was putting his hand on the table. And then I found out that uh, he had uh, polio when he was a child, and he had two legs with each leg had a brace on it. And uh, he had to lean on the table or he would fall down. Now, I don't know about polio, whether he was a better player because he had an incentive to continue because of his handicap, or he would have been a much better player if he didn't have the handicap. This is uh, because we don't know what polio has done and what it did in the past because we don't see it. And that's because of Rotary. In 1986, Rotary said, we are going to take on polio in the world, and they did. Uh, we spent thousands, well, millions of dollars to provide the polio vaccine for the, all the countries in the world, especially the, uh, the ones that were, were suffering. And right now, 
Uh, as of last month, there are only two countries in the world that still have active polio, and, and that's because of Rotary. And they also worked a few years ago with the uh, Bill Gates Foundation to, to do this. So I'm very proud to know, and, and that's another thing. No one knows how many people Rotary has affected. And it, and because if there's someone in some country that no longer has to suffer from the handicap of polio and push himself on a board, we did that. Now, Marty, Rotary Van is a separate 501c3, but uh, you're all part of the big Rotary family. We are, and we really need people to volunteer for the Rotary Van. Because of the pandemic, there were over 20 drivers before the pandemic, and now we're down to 11, and there are several Rotary members that are part of that. Many of you may know Jim Tetmeyer, but he said the other day, I do it because I still can. I think that should be a motto. He knows that someday that maybe he will be the one that needs a ride to the doctor. So uh, we're very proud of what the Rotary Van does, but they need help. We talked a bit about scholarships. What about exchange students? I know in the past that's been the case, I suspect, with uh, COVID. That that probably hasn't happened the last couple of years. Plans to reignite that? We're hoping in the, in the next year that we can start that again. There's so many countries now that are still involved with the pandemic, and even us at the school. We don't know if we brought someone over. And that's the, the, the deal is if we send someone, we have to take someone. And we need three different families to, to take them into the home for three months. So it's a pretty involved thing. And Dale Mullen has been a part of that for so many years. And, but you can just see the people we've sent and how they've changed. When they come back to Rotary, they're not the same person. That's a great opportunity for a student at that age to experience a different culture. One's life will never be the same. It it takes a special person to say, you know what, I'm going to forget about my friends because I think this is bigger and I can learn. And they do it. What does it take to be a successful Rotarian? One, I think you have to like people. You you have to want to do good. And you have to follow our four-way test, and it's not easy. You look at it, and we all say it all the time. Is it the truth? Is it fair to all concerned? Will it build goodwill and better friendships? And will it be beneficial to all concerned? Those are four tough things to follow. Uh, truth alone in this country at this time is it's difficult. We don't, uh, we don't know what the truth is. And then to, we're in competition with other, other businessmen, and we have to treat them as colleagues. And so that's the four-way test. We want anyone who joins Rotary to really seriously think about it. You know, sometimes I think Rotary started just like the Dickinson novel, A Christmas Carol. As you remember, Scrooge, when the business end came up and said, you know, will you help? And they, he said, no, I pay taxes. Well, I think that's what Rotary is. We're those businessmen that think we can do better in this community and in the world. Good point, good point. Marty, as we run out of time, I know medical lending has been part of Rotary for some time now. It has. It was started with Gene Nage. I would just say that it, that is the part that's really helped our community. We've had so many people that were visiting and had injuries, and they needed something at that time. And Betsy Woodbury has done a, an incredible job, and we get donations from people. I got one from Florida, all over the country when they're here, and then they leave. But it also helps our own community. Courtney was here a few months ago talking about Planet Walk. I know that was a collaboration with Dark Skies and Rotary. What's the latest on that? 
we have most of our planet boards ready, but we haven't been able to get them in, and now it's winter. And so I just want to let you know that uh, I, I think Dark Skies is so important to our community, especially economically. And we are part of the making our community economically better, too. And so uh, we provided $10,000 for the Planet Walk so that we can get more tourists here. And then Clint Smith, I know most of you know him. He's our lawyer for the uh, Custer County. He's now talking about making a planetarium so that we can have people all year long and that, therefore, the businesses don't have to suffer through winter. Marty, that's a lot going on. What have we missed as we run out of time? Well, I, I would like to have more time to talk about RILA, where we uh, leadership training for kids in the high school, and we've had some kids that go, and once again, it's a life-changing experience. We, did, we talked a little about uh, Rotary Youth Exchange, a wonderful thing. I would like to say that there's several more things that Rotary does, and if you need, if you need a conduit for your desire to help people, help our community, and help the world, because we do change lives, get in contact with the Rotary Club. One more time, when are your meetings and where? They're at 12 o'clock at Rancher's Roost on a Monday. Um, there is, we do a business meeting, and uh, it's on the second Monday, and then no guests are allowed that time, but we, can, uh, we have sponsors who are ready and willing to help you join the Rotary Club. And most of your meetings have a, a talk from someone around town or beyond so you, it's a good way to find out what's going on in the area. It's an excellent way. And, Gary, you've been there more than once. And I have. And we really enjoy it. And uh, we've had one of the Huber scholarships, uh, Mr. Huber, came, and he talked to us about deep mining for minerals. Uh, we hear really interesting stuff. And we'll try to let everyone know beforehand and so that they can come join us. Marty, thanks for uh, filling us in today. Thank you. I just wish there's so much more I could tell you that Rotary does, but just keep in mind, we're here to do good, and we need people who want to do good. So thank you. We've been visiting with Marty Newcomb, president of Wet Mountain Rotary Club. My name's Gary, and we'll see you next time on Valley Views. You've been listening to Valley Views on KLZR 91.7 FM. Valley Views airs Tuesdays and Thursdays at 7 a.m. and 4 p.m. and again on Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Send your ideas and comments to comments at klzr.org. Valley Views is produced by the volunteers of KLZR 91.7 FM. I'm walking on a rainbow with my feet on solid ground. 